Hey y'all, welcome to Adventures with Aggie brought to you by the Ryan Martin Foundation. Today on the show, we have Kieran Jones. Kieran is a shot putter based in Wales, and he's also a member of Disability Sport Wales that we had a series on just a few weeks ago. He's going to tell us all about his journey in sports, starting in wheelchair basketball and then moving through a couple other sports to now being a shot putter. Please welcome Kieran. Kieran, how are you doing today? I'm great, thank you. Yeah, are you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you so much for coming on. I'm excited to learn more about you and your story and all the awesome things you do. But um, first, could you just kind of start with some background and tell me who you are and what you do? So I'm Keenan Jones. I'm currently an F34 seat shop putter. But previous to that, I've had experience with wheelchair basketball. So from the age of 10, I started only because the family were doing it. So my younger brother and father in the wheelchair too. At this point in my life, I didn't need a wheelchair. So I would just turn up to the sessions because I was too young to stay home by myself. So I had to go to the basketball. And I honestly, I didn't like it. I was like, why, like, why am I in a wheelchair? I don't need to be in it. So if I can still play football, do all the boyish things, why, why, why am I having to sit in a wheelchair and pretend I'm having fun? So I stopped. And then fast forward two years, I had to, the condition, my, like, the condition got worse for me. So I decided to be in the chair, like out of choice, which I'm glad I've done now. And then I got back into basketball with the family. And I got selected to, I think it was the regional, like the regional club or something like that. And then um, got selected for the Wales team at the age of 12. I think it was like maybe six months of playing. Actually enjoying it. I was selected to represent Wales. And then... I captained the Welsh team at the age of 13 for two years. And I've been playing, so I represented Wales for nine years in the basketball. And then, the captain, yeah, so I captained the Wales team. And then I was the youngest player, I think I was 13, playing for the men's team. So like the under-23s men's team, I was playing for them, which was scary. Again, like I was only little, yeah. fully grown men with beards. And I didn't like that, but then it kind of, helped me to become who I am now. And then I was selected for the GB performance pathway with the basketball. And then, unfortunately, I was playing against Ireland and then I'd come out of my chair and um, I think it's a little vertebrae in your spine. I kind of, like, damaged them somehow. So I had to take maybe, like, a couple of months out. I lost so much confidence because of that. And the GB stuff kind of went out the window because I wasn't confident enough to do that anymore but then I carried on playing for the Wales team and then now through school I wanted to do GCSE sport like physical education and I think it was design and technology but I had an old gym teacher he was like he was so old he was like he didn't he was traditional rugby football and I was because I struggled in that side of things because obviously the wheelchair he was like oh well if you want to pick GCSE um, I don't think you can because of the wheelchair. But then he, luckily he went. And then we had the younger teacher. Then he got me into shop because I had to do, I think it was three sports. So I picked basketball, badminton, and then another one. I had no clue what to do. And then Nathan Stevens came to the school. And then I just, in my head, it was just throwing a ball, a heavy ball, see how far I can get. And then from there, everything kicked off, really. So I did the... I think it was two or three British titles I got from that. And then now I'm an officially 
world leader number one in my class because it's unofficial because I haven't competed in an um, international competition because of COVID. So in the under-20s, I'm leading. I think it's by like a meeting and a half or something. So yeah, it's all good. And then I got Paris to aim for at the moment, but that's just scared me as well because I, I the kid like I know it's like, like boxers. They say it's they believe someone like them shouldn't be. It's always like the top people that do it. But it's weird to like me saying that now. When I was younger, I was like, I thought like just an average kid probably worked in the shops, the supermarket, but. Like reality is happening, I could be performing on the world stage. Yeah, so it's it's crazy in such a short time as well. That is that is crazy. You've done so many things. Um, that's super wild. So I guess you've always been sporty. Yeah, like you knew you needed sport in your life from a young age. Oh yeah. So I like definitely. So I used to play for like the um. Was it the local football team or the rugby? And then I started like I used to lie to my mates because they saw I was walking funny, like I had a limp. And they're like, oh, what's wrong with your leg? Like, oh, I got a dirty tackle, or I fell down the stairs, hurt my leg just to cover it up. But then it came to the point where I was like, I just need to stop lying to my friends and tell them that I've got the same condition as dad and the younger brother. And then from there, I would like use the wheelchair in summer break. Then we go back to school. I would walk. And they're like, why do you use a wheelchair when you're not in school? So you obviously don't need it. But it was just in my own head to get used to being in a chair. So, yeah, definitely sports has like, shown me a different way of living in life. Yeah, Meeting people that are the same as me. And, yeah, definitely. Because I live on an island. There's only, like, some really small, like, I don't know, maybe, you know, less than 15, maybe 12,000 people on the island. And... There was no disabled people about only dad and younger brother. So I didn't know anything else. So yeah, sports has opened my eyes so much, definitely. Yeah. That's awesome. I love that. I feel I've heard that a few times of sports done this for me, sports done this for me. But I think the sports just opening your eyes to this whole new world of adaptive sport is so cool. Yeah, that. definitely. And you can always like see like there's people like I'm grateful in my situation as in being in the chair because I always know there's someone out, out there that's worse than me but they're still achieving so it just pushes me on like if they can do it there's no reason for me not to then same for like able-bodied people if they're like lazy can't bother going to the gym or whatever I feel like they should look at the parasite of things and be like they've got so much stuff going on so as para athletes should be able to push the general public that are able bodies as well yeah so it's just favor for the favor i see someone worse than me doing really well and then um, someone seeing me so it's just worked really well yeah definitely i totally agree with you um awesome i want to ask you about throwing shot put so you make it sound so easy um you pick up the heavy ball and you throw it <laughs> yeah exactly that <laughs> <laughs> but i guess what does your training look like for this i've never done it before i don't know i probably couldn't even throw it three meters i'm not sure how i would do that oh, yeah i listened to um, the podcast with ali that you did yeah. you said was it somebody in school you got <laughs> selected to do or something so yeah it's just um it's so the training's so fun so it's because obviously i do two sports at the moment the team sport which is like if you mess up someone's gonna someone's always there to help you out and pick you back up or i think in gameplay you like miss the ball someone will be there to help you but this is so different it's like it's all you 
So like I've got my brother, fair play, he does help me a lot with training. So every training session, throwing session, he's my coach because I live like five hours away from the whole team. So I live in like the rural, like the countryside and they're in the city. So it's, it's I train with him. So I'll do, I think it's, I get Sundays off and Saturday evenings to chill and then full steam ahead then for the week. So I do strength and conditioning in the morning then I go to college and then I'll train through at night and then it's just the same again until Sunday when I get off. But yeah, it's really fun. Really good fun. So it's technical training and weight training. And I can say the weight training is probably my favourite because the technical stuff just is always horrible to do here. So stressful. It, it sounds like it just calling it technical training sounds like it's oh, yeah. less fun. <laughs> yeah, it's... And then you've got to do your stretches and all the mobility stuff. That's probably the worst, but the most important, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you, you talked about the difference in being on a team sport and an individual sport. How do you balance it? That's a lot of stuff. Uh, yeah, so it's... um, Because I've represented Wales for nine years in basketball. I think it's three with shot. So it's like... So I've got the Commonwealth Games next year with the basketball team. So I've been selected to do that. But then... I think after that, I'm going to slowly like stop the basketball and focus because I've got three years till Paris. So I can't like yeah. be focusing on two sports. It's just going to be too much and too much, like be really tiring as well. So yeah, it's it's hard, but slowly moving on towards athletics more than the team sport. Yeah, which is sad because I enjoy basketball. But for me to be the best in short in my class, I could, I need to do that. So yeah, need to stop the basketball soon and then hopefully take over the world in athletics, yeah. For sure, for sure. It's coming. Who knows what happens after Paris though? Maybe you go back, maybe you coach, maybe you do something else with basketball. Oh, I don't know, because I want to, so I want to do the three. So there's Paris, LA, and is it Australia or something like that? So they're the three I want to do. So Paris is, would be like a practice run for me because I'm still, I'm only 19, so it's, it would be a practice run for me and then hopefully medal in LA and Australia and then see what comes from it then. Lots of things ahead. So many things ahead. You've already done so much and now we're looking at so much more coming up. Yeah, it's just all go, no rest. <laughs> That's good. Except for what, Saturday nights and Sundays is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> awesome. Um, Okay, cool. So how did you find Disability Sport Wales? I wanted to ask you because obviously we're familiar with them on the show, but um, yeah, how did this come about? Through school, really. So I would say I played basketball from age 10 and then Disability Sport kind of linked with the basketball. But then they do in-sport series sessions where they do a day full of different sporting events. Like there's wheelchair rugby, archery, you name it, they've done it. Or they've got it there for the disabled people. So I went to one of them. And then they were like, this kid's got potential. And I didn't believe it because uh, to me, I'm just just a normal chap here. Yeah. And then um, I went, I think I went to two in-sport series just to throw because Nathan saw me from school. So he's like, come to these and we can see what you do. And then you can meet Anthony, which is the para, like the head of the development side of things. Yeah. And then I spoke to him and he was like, right, Kira, this is like serious. You've got potential to be good at this if you keep doing what you're doing I didn't believe it because I don't know why I'm quite like um I don't have much self-belief 
it's quite strange. But then, yeah, they took me under their wing and then I'm on the performance pathway with them. And now I'm, I think I'm on the higher end of the performance pathway now, so I'll be hopefully this season or next season going on to the GB side of things as well. So yeah, it's all, it's all good, but in sports series and display sport have like, made me as a person, I'm an athlete, yeah. I made me have a different outlook on life. Just so positive. It's good. For sure. For sure. That was a perfect lead-in to my next question for you. Um, what have you learned about yourself through playing disability sport? Um, I've, oh, I've learned so much. Like, yeah. Because in the basketball side, things you can get quite um, quite nasty. As in people can like say, if you get really good, people try and always bully down. And I was like, I, that hit me so hard. Like I was like, crying in the car on the way home from games. I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I hate it, blah, blah, blah. But then you just realise that you don't need to care what people think because you're doing, you're doing you, they're doing them, and it's just each their own in this world. That's what, and then, yeah, you just just do it. Yes, I've learned that I need to, well, I was really such an introvert. I was, like, really quiet. And then this has just built my confidence, like, doing stuff like this the podcasts and the TV media and all that stuff. It's, yeah, it's turned me into a little, um, a little confident person. I used to be so shy to speak to people there. Yeah, it definitely helped me speak to, like now, today. if I, if you spoke to me maybe four or five years ago, I don't think I'd be as confident as I am now. So yeah, definitely helped my confidence. Yeah, that's huge. That's huge. Talking about your life with a, a stranger on Zoom, that, that takes oh. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I remember I was, it's an awful story. I was in the local Tesco. My auntie came up to me. I hadn't seen her baby next three or four years. I just didn't speak. I didn't know. She was like, oh, how's the sports going? I was like, I, I'm just like, yeah, it's okay. Thanks. Like, I just wasn't in there. I just hated doing it. So, like, shy to speak about. Though I just feel like if I tell people I'm more this, that, or whatever, I think it comes as being a bit big-headed. And I'm not, I don't like that type of them, right? I try and be humble as I can. I think that's the best way because you don't want to look like an arrogant person or he thinks he's better than everybody else. So if someone approaches me and asks, I'll speak about it, but I won't like introduce myself behind this and that. They will just have to like, like, yeah, just nudge me to speak about it. I won't speak about it by myself. Definitely. And talking about yourself is just hard in general. Oh like, yeah, it's awful. <laughs> and saying that, knowing I'm asking you maybe 20, 10 questions over here about your life, <laughs> but um, I love it. It's worse as well when you have to like through lockdown. I had to do those videos, so I was just talking to the yeah. camera to myself. I just hate. That. I did not like that. No, it's it very awful. uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, and I had to listen back to your own voice and yeah, oh, yeah didn't like it. No, yeah. not a huge I'm learning. Good, good, good. Okay, cool. Just last few questions for you here. Um, these are some that I ask lots of guests um, just to see kind of what y'all are thinking. But um, one question for you. Can you tell us about a coach or a mentor who has been influential in your sports journey? Um, yeah, definitely. Um, my coach now is Anthony Hughes and he's see, like he's changed the way I think. And so, so the way, the, what he calls me is like, I'm like a little girl. Like I'm so... I'm too kind, I'm too polite, and I need to, like, 
he always tells me to watch like Viking films because they just don't care. They're so angry, and he's trying to trying to change me into this angry person. So when I throw, I just snap into that and just can like perform at my highest level. But deep inside, I'm such a softy, and like I just can't do it. So he's pushing me to be this angry, big, scary kid. But really, I'm just a big softy. I like a cut. I'm just like a big teddy. Yeah. So yeah, he's working on it definitely yeah he's made me not care as much what people think about me as well and if someone does bring like bring me down I'll always just like wouldn't take it as hard as it would just be a compliment isn't like you're trying to bring me down because I'm doing well so yeah definitely yeah yeah and we're like best friends always talking and I don't feel it's not like he's my coach it's more like he's like a yeah like a best friend we can have a laugh but then I know when I'm doing strong he will tell me as it is and I yeah, accept that yeah definitely for sure I can tell the way that you talk about him that it, it works yeah 100% yeah <laughs> that's great cool okay two more for you um one I usually end all of my shows on this question but what is one piece of advice you would give to younger Kieran to my younger self uh, just say yes so don't be scared of new things because I was such like, I don't know, if you asked me this to do a podcast, I'd probably said no, because I was scared, I was shy. But now, just take every opportunity as you can and just say yes. Obviously, not to silly things, but if it's gonna benefit you, just do it, hundred percent, because it just opens more doors for yourself as well. So yeah, definitely. Sounds like, sounds like Nike. Just do it. Yeah, yeah just do it. <laughs> <laughs> be a sponsor for me now give yes. them a shout out <laughs> we'll tag them and see what happens <laughs> cool last question what's next I know obviously you're working towards Paris but I guess more short yeah. term what are you working on what's up what's up with your life um, in the next few months so I'm actually competing on Saturday so I'm training for that now and then like after that, the season kind of dies down to winter training. So it'll be a lot of training, training in the rain and all the horrible stuff that we don't really <laughs> talk about. But then I've got hopefully next, I think it's April time, I'll be going to Portugal and Germany to the warm weather training and compete there. So yeah, that's the future for sure. And then the Commonwealth Games next year with basketball. If Because they do like, so I've been selected for the, selected for the squad, but then there's a retrial so like I do the team trainings until then do the final selections then so hopefully I can do that and then Paris is the big one here that's in three years I think I worked out I've got like 1,000 and something like 15 days to work on myself wow <laughs> Paris and I've worked out as you have a thousand pounds and you have a pound every day and a pound's not much mm-hmm. so use that pound wisely and then it will just take you there that's the way I've looked through it. I've got a pound a day until Paris to look after it and make sure I use it right. Yeah, that's there are quite a few more pounds until then. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, but if you had the thousand pounds in your bank, you'd be right. Okay, I've not got like I need to save this. So yeah, time is pre- like precious to this time, like right now. Yeah, so using time very wisely with my training and mm-hmm. rest and all that stuff. Yeah. Definitely. Well, that's awesome. Good luck. Saturday is very soon. 
yeah i'm just so chilled about it like it's weird i don't really get nervous about competitions because it's what i know I've, I've been competing since i was i think 10 about 12 maybe so it's just natural for me just to go yeah compete and come home and then chill and train so yeah no nerves yet good good let's keep it that way that's fine yeah <laughs> we don't need those be chill yeah. and everything will be all right yeah Awesome. Well, I'm cheering for you and all these competitions that are coming up for you in the near future in the next few years. But um, um, yeah, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. Oh, it's fine. Oh, thank you for, uh, yeah, for having me and wanting to hear about my life. <laughs> Kieran, thank you so very much for coming on the show and sharing your story and giving us lots and lots of laughs. Join us next week on Adventures with Aggie for a brand new series brought to you by Performax, featuring Team USA wheelchair basketball men's and women's straight out of Tokyo.